Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. A couple things I want to let you know. First of all, Next week, uh, on Wednesday of next week, in the top hat, Eve Six coming to town. The band, Eve Six. Oh, sorry, let me turn you up. Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be fun. They they're uh, they have actually, you know, they've been putting out music a long time, Eve Six has. I know they had a couple, you know, big songs back in, you know, a little while back. Plus 12, Hellgate Middle School. But they have been, uh, well, hard at work for a long time since then and uh, are going to be in Missoula. And guess what? We're giving you a giveaway tickets to the show. So Monday and Tuesday, we'll have a pair of tickets for you to uh, go see Eve 6 at the Top Hat on uh, Wednesday of next week. Also, tomorrow, we will be at the tailgate party. 11.15, Coulter and I will be on air with the ESPN uh, uh, College Game Day pregame show, getting you ready for, well, the biggest matchup in the country in terms of national ranking, number five, Montana, hosting number three, Weber State. So we're really looking forward to that. The tailgate party, it's going off, man. Come on down, have a drink, get yourself a free sample of Domino's Pizza, get yourself uh, some swag set up from the uh, 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 MSO Hub, all kinds of stuff down there. So come on down and hang out with us. We're adjacent to the walking bridge uh, across the uh, way from the Eastgate Shopping Center right there on the north side of the Clark Fork River. So come on by and uh, and say hi and give us a listen down there on your way to the game. We get you set for that. And, of course, the post-game show afterwards, breaking down everything that happens and what, uh, well, I think it's got to be the closest game of the year that Montana will have played, given the fact that their closest game up until tomorrow is, what, 15 points, 14, 15 points? So, uh, you know, maybe it's a one-score game. That would be something. I would like to see a close game that comes down to it. Maybe tomorrow's the day that that will deliver. Uh, Tonight, Coulter's headed over to Missoula County Public Stadium and going to not just watch, but call 
the Sentinel Spartan Bozeman Hawk semifinal football game on the radio. And Coulter and I yesterday had the uh, pleasure of going down to Sentinel High School and sitting down with uh, three fellows, in fact. Uh, ta- uh, Dane Oliver, obviously the head coach of the Sentinel Spartans, but also quarterback Dayton Bray and Zach Cruz, defensive end for the football team, all together uh, sitting down. This was again yesterday talking about uh, the season that's been and the game tonight. So hope you enjoy this, get you set for a little playoff high school football action. Welcome into our prep extra segment. We are here on location at Sentinel High School with Dayton Bays, Zach Cruz, and Dane Oliver, the Sentinel High School football team. Sentinel in the semifinals of the state championship tournament, Double A, tomorrow against Bozeman. So, guys, thanks so much for having us down here. We appreciate it. We appreciate you coming down and visiting us. We're sitting here with two great kids. Dan, we'll start with you, though. This is a, a Thursday today, yep. and... Uh, 24 hours and change away from from state uh, semifinal kickoff. You guys have been great all season. How important was it to get into that two seed so you could be in Missoula and we know how big the state is, where you might have to go, and to be able to uh, to, to to get that thing done. Yeah, I think I'm more rested is is the key. Uh, and it, you know, one thing we talk about is tired is the enemy. And for coaches and kids, you want to be fresh. And that two seed allowed you to 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 play that home game for the. You know, it would be the first three rounds. So uh, we had some help from actually from Bozeman winning that game, put us into this two seed. So now we're facing them. Uh, but, yeah, it's just it's exciting for Missoula football. I mean, everybody knows the history of Missoula football. We don't need to recap that. But um, hopefully fans can come out and, and see a good high school football game. Dayton, last year you guys had so many close losses. So this year to be able to break through and win some of those close games, they won a close game last week, 24-14 over Billing Senior. So how are you guys able to shift that dynamic and then get to the amount of wins you guys got to so far this year? Oh, we really focus in practice on the little things. And we um, Monday through Thursday is when we win the games. And from that we've been able to be successful in the close games to come out with a win. Zach, when it comes to all the things that you do, but just also being in this position, is it? It's always a different feel when it moves from regular season to postseason. It seems to me, but now that you're, you know, two games left in the season potentially, what's it like right now? What have practices been like? And what's the feeling around the team? Um, we try to keep it uh, the same all season round, just so like there's no changes. So I think as a team, we're all just locked in and we just take it one step at a time, one week at a time. Yeah, just echo and you know somebody somebody. Just texting me, how's the boys practicing this week? And my response is, this team's practiced really well all year. Um, so it's just been more of the same. And I feel like that approach has allowed, you know, just kind of Dayton referred, allowed us to be successful in close games. And sometimes it's just the way the ball bounces, too. Uh, you know, last year was was obviously heartbreaking. We lost four walk-offs. So you, you do some things in the off season, but really it comes down to guys making plays. Um, and that's something we emphasize this year in practice, and it shows up in Friday nights, definitely. Bozeman, a team that's played Big Sky twice this year, split with them, but uh, outside of that, maybe a lot of people in western Montana haven't seen Bozeman. Mm-hmm. What What's the scout on, on the Hawks this year? What do they do well, and, and why, why have they gotten to this spot? Yeah, it was interesting, just preparation. We haven't seen Bozeman for since Will Disley was a senior, and now oh, he's man. playing for the Seahawks. We, I think it was my second year as head coach. We went that would have been a good year to miss. Some exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so we went down there my second year, and, and the, we played them tough, but, you know, Will Disley makes plays. And uh, you'll find out in high school football, when you got the, the playmakers, it makes a big difference. Um, so preparation-wise, haven't seen them a lot, but so it's all based on film. I know Coach Wesley, Wesley really well. Uh, I see a team that's 
uh, kind of similar to us this year in their, their makeup and their formula for winnings. They play great defense. Their special teams are dynamic. They're really big, and they have some, some, some athletes that are, you know, we kind of pride ourselves on speed, and they're a little bit more uh, just on size and athleticism and just that great combination. Um, so you're going to need to know where number seven, number 34 are out on the field. And when you show up Friday night, like I know Missoula's going to look for those two kids, and they look the part. Speaking of big guys, though, it seems like Sentinel's line play has been pretty good. So, Dane, what do you thought of your offensive line play so far this year? They played great this year. They gave me time, throw the ball, and they open up holes for Jackson to run. And from that, we've been successful. Uh, when, when you're playing in big games like this, maybe easy to get a little bit of nerves. But can you translate that into just fun and excitement, where you just go out there and say, "Hey, let's let's go. Let's it's it's fun. It's great to be on this stage. Let's do it." Yeah, I was really nervous last week, and it just takes me time to settle in. But once I get settled in, I'm in the zone. And from there, we come together as a team, and we have been successful with it. Zach, you mentioned Jackson Lee finding some holes. He's found holes all year long. So when he first decided he was going to come to Central, what was your guys' reaction? How excited were you guys to have an athlete like that? Uh, we were pumped. We all, we all like, watched his tape once we knew he was coming <laughs> here. And uh, I think the whole team got excited because we really could see what he was going to be able to bring to our team and just like the capability that he has to make plays on the football field. And they – some people were skeptical of a yeah. guy from eight man could transition yeah. to double A, and I mean he ripped it up from the day he's the yeah. first game. So, what sort of addition has he been for you guys? Well, Jackson's conf- he brings confidence, and, and you know one thing about high school seventeen year old boys is they feed off each other, uh, and so when you see a kid break tackles and 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 kind of bring the juice that he brings, it. it it affects everybody, coaches included. Um, so he's it's, it's, it's fun to watch. It makes you want to play hard for him. Uh, feel like you got a shot because, you know, if he's got the ball in his hands, you don't necessarily have to be perfect because he's going to make you look good. And uh, But ultimately, it's just the best thing about this crew has been uh, they're not really worried about the individual. And I think in that society, in society today, that's, that's a special thing. And so that's been rewarding for me as a head coach is, you know, it was a journey to get them there. But, man, when you can get everybody thinking that same mindset, it's pretty special what happens. And that's why we're in the position we're in is because it's not Jackson Lee. It's not Dayton Bay. It's not Zach Cruz. It's been the Spartan team that's been successful. Uh, this is for you, both both you guys, Dayton and, and Zach. When I was in school, if we had a team that advanced to a semifinal, state semifinal in pretty much any sport, especially if in football. I don't know if it ever happened while I was in school in football. Uh, but uh, uh, it was a big deal in in school that week, man. You'd walk down the halls and people in their jerseys, people, you know, signs up and stuff like that. Have you, have you noticed that throughout the week in this playoff run that say, hey, it's picking up a little bit in the halls at Sentinel High School? Um, yeah, I think that there's some excitement going around the halls. Everybody just knowing, like, the the energy we need at the stadium for, like, our team to show up and, like, be, it's just going to be a big game. Have you noticed that too? Um, a little bit, yeah. Uh, I can, my friends really come together, and teachers are talking about it, parents are talking about it, the whole community is talking about it because it's been, it's been a long time since Sentinel's been in, the, in this position. For, for me, like I sent an email, hey, I need Dayton and Zach to do an interview, and teachers reply, hey, that's awesome, you know, go Dayton, go Zach. So, you know, uh, the thing about kids today is there's – 
very much, and it probably hasn't changed, but they just live in the present moment. They're not, they don't think long-term or they have no ramifications of the history. It's just, and I think that's a good thing, honestly. You just, um, it kind of relieves some of the pressure, but yeah, definitely been an energy that's been ex- excited and we've had great parent support and social media adds another layer to things. Uh, but it's been a great year, and uh, I think anytime a football team wins early in the year, it, it sets the foundation for there's less discipline issues in the school. Uh, the it, it springboards the rest of sports to success because it is a, a kind of a marquee sport in a high school. Last, last thing for you, then, Dane, what's going to be the key to victory on uh, Friday night? I guess tomorrow night already. Yeah. Um, boy, you always go with turnovers, takeaways, you know, uh, my one expectation for the quarterback position is take care of the football, right? Just take care of the football. Good things are going to happen. We have to – there's going to be some plays where guys in space are going to have to win, whether that's defense making a tackle or offense, you know, can uh, can Jackson Lee make a guy miss? Can Preston Jones? Can Dayton Bay make the throw? Can Zach Cruz come in and, and make a big run? Like those crucial plays on offense, because I feel like both, both team strengths – they have great offenses, but their defense has been playing really well. So takeaways, turnovers, make a guy miss in space, and then can you make the regular play on special teams to flip the field? That means just punt a ball and pin him deep, make him go 90 yards. Well, guys, not a lot of people get to be in even this spot, so congratulations to you on a great year uh, already, and, and have a blast tomorrow, all right? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good evening, Ryan Tutel, Colton Nuanas. Here's some sports news for you. Some high school playoffs going on today and tomorrow. The Class AA semifinal playoff football games are in Missoula and Butte. While the All-State Volleyball Tournament continues in Bozeman. In Missoula tonight, Sentinel hosting Bozeman High. It's the first semifinal playoff game in the Garden City since 1994. The Spartans are the number two seed from the West and have not played a home game since 1983 in a semifinal. Amazing. Bozeman, meanwhile, well, they're been there a little bit. They're at most recently state championship game of 2015. They're searching for their fourth state title this decade. The Hawks have won three of the last nine state titles. The Spartans, they haven't won a championship since 1972. In the Mining City, Butte High hosts defending state champion Billings West. The Bulldogs getting for their first trip to the state title game since 2012 and their second since 1991 after completing the first undefeated regular season at the school this century. West has won four state titles and played in eight championship games since the school captured its first crown in 1997. 
The final four in the Class A playoffs feature Hamilton and Miles City, while Dylan welcomes Laurel. In Class B, Manhattan heads off to Fairfield, and Eureka gets Red Lodge. And finally, Helena Capital moved into the undefeated semifinal of the all-class volleyball tournament as the Bruins chased their second straight title. Billing Central's three-peat bid still alive as well. NFL week started off um, with an ugly football game that turned into an even uglier one at the end. It's Tutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula. Saturday, December 7th, one day only, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's the snow day, their seventh annual snow day. This is the biggest sale of the year, one day only. Go there, December 7th at Kurtz Polaris. If you'd like to call 329-1899 is the phone number. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And Coulter, uh, it is time for Arcadio Keeps Picks Against the Spread, but you teased us a little bit. I mean, this has been the national story in the sports world all day long, the fight that broke out between the Cleveland Browns and uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, specifically Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph with a couple of ancillary additional characters coming in for good measure. Uh, this has been, I was, in, well, you say what you have to say. You said you don't want to be part of the conversation. You just want to make your statement and then be done with it. So go ahead, do it. I mean, I think what happened last night was definitely outrageous and shocking, but I also think that I think that people are in denial of just how brutal, violent, and if you really were to break it down, unfathomable football is itself. Adam Schefter tweeted, Miles Garrett just did the unthinkable and the unfathomable. If you were to take away the refs and the fans and everybody on the field and just, if you were to let a all-pro strong safety come downhill and square up a all-pro running back, this guy's got a 15 to 20 yard head start. He's running 20 plus miles per hour. Take away all the exterior stuff and watch him hit that guy in the ear hole when he doesn't know it's coming. It is so much more brutal than what Miles Garrett did to Mason Rudolph last night. What I'm getting at is that football is an insanely violent sport. We watched Montana pulverize Davis Alexander from Portland mm-hmm. State a couple weeks ago. The quarterback is the person that everybody watches because he has the ball. He's going to get hit, and when he gets hit, it's going to seem so outrageous. A running back at any level of football getting 20 to 25 carries is getting hit almost as hard over and over and over and over again. So to say that last night was so much more gratuitous and unthinkable and unfathomable, I think you're being a hypocrite because at the end of the day, any and every person that loves football, they love the strategy. They love the fantasy element of it. They love the high-flying action and the throwing of the ball and the touchdowns and the celebrations and all that. But at the end of the day, you like the violence. The violence is a part of it. The violence is already gratuitous. So just to say that a guy ripping another guy's helmet off is somehow worse, it might be more shocking. I don't think it's worse. Yeah, I mean, I also think it's just crazy the way that people explode over this kind of stuff. And I think that that's where I think that people don't realize... People that know football know that people have been getting concussions and head injuries for decades. It wasn't shocking to us. But I think that there's a lot of fringe fans that when all this concussion stuff started coming to the surface 10 years ago, they were utterly shocked by that. And I'll tell you right now, anybody that plays football at any level, even Class C football in Montana, is getting a head injury. 
or at least is 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 in risk of getting one. No doubt. And football is, first of all, I wouldn't say it's gratuitously violent. It is inherently violent, and it is inherently injury prone. Obviously, the difference last night is not the ripping of the helmet off. It's the hitting of the helmet. I mean, that is the thing that is different from anything else that we've really seen. I remember the fight with the, it was the University of Miami, I think, where guys were swinging their own helmets like pregame got into, you know, a deal. Here's the thing. The reaction to this today from basically all corners, like everybody wants to decry what Miles Garrett did and should, by the way. Completely. Uh, But also, like, the overwhelming incredulity, amazement, shock that something like this could possibly happen. It's not that... It's it's not that different from anything that happens on any given play. I mean, the exactly and so the wielding of a weapon seemed so shocking. But when a guy comes down and hits you in the ear hole when you don't know it's coming, that hit that Devontae Adams took inside the red zone well, a couple hit, years ago. The hit last night where the the guy uh, I forget which receiver it was for for Pittsburgh is I mean he's bleeding from his ear. Demarius yeah Demarius Randall on Deontay Jones and Randall was rightly by the way kicked out of the football game for that hit, and he should be. But also people, you know, it's still within the context of the game. Now, there's totally. pl- there's plenty. And that's the difference, and I, I don't agree with what Miles Garrett did in that fashion, but I just think that there is some crazy, violent cheap shots that could... People were saying, what if he hit him with the crown of his helmet? He could have killed him. That play of the Bears... Packers game two years ago when yes. Devonta Adams was stood up and Mike Trevathan hit him in the Tra- ear yeah, hole. Yeah. He could have killed him. Yes. He could have died. Yeah. Danny Trevathan, yeah. not Mike Trevathan. Excuse me, Mike Trevathan, great receiver for the Grizz once upon a time. Um, you're right. Here's here's where when when guys in football games get into a fight and throw punches, I I laugh at it. What are you going to do to a? Th- any, what is anybody going to do to a 250 or 300 pound man completely in armor? Throwing a punch with your hand, no, nothing's going to happen. It's like, but when you take an item like a helmet mm-hmm. and make it and make it into a weapon, you've crossed a boundary that you simply cannot cross. And you're, I, of course, you're not sitting here condoning the act. I understand that what you're doing is saying everybody's so shocked and amazed, and 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 maybe it's not as shocking as everybody wants to scream that it should be. Here's what I want to know from you. Right now, Miles Garrett has an indefinite ban. Okay, They haven't assigned what it's going to be. What do you think is the right ban for him? Do you well, think banning said, him is the right? They said he was going to be suspended for at least the rest of this season and into the playoffs if somehow the Browns were to make it. See, I think, I think you said it at six games. I agree. Which is then... The entire rest of the regular season, and presumably for the Browns, the year. Mm-hmm. If they, however, made it into the postseason, I would not. Be, I wouldn't find it egregious if he was to return at that time. I, I think you have to. I mean, not a thief. You absolutely have to suspend all this stuff, though, about potential criminal charges, about you know lifetime. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not with that. Last point. Twofold. One, I think this is really unfortunate because if you know anything about Miles Garrett, he's a wonderful, tremendous mm-hmm. person. He's a very, very well-spoken, intellectual guy. I mean, he's a he's a published poet. He's a great musician. He's a very, very articulate guy who has been in the spotlight since he was in high school as the number one recruit in the country. 
And this is really unfortunate that this is going to taint, taint and stain his career to the masses. It, it will, and it should, but it also shouldn't be the thing. I mean, it will be the thing that a lot of people, again, on the fringe, well, this is what we remember this guy for. It isn't who he is. I think that's my perception of it at all. But it, it that you you cannot do that. You can't do it. I agree. And I think that the last point I want to make is that I think the people that think that this guy is a highly trained combat sport athlete. This, the NFL is just like fighting. It's just like MMA. It might have different rules, but you have to enter a different realm of your mind, especially if you play in the, on the defensive line. And so to think that someone can turn that off, especially when someone's trying to rip their helmet off, I mean, I don't... I, some people just have tempers that they truly can't control. And I feel bad for Miles Garrett because he obviously does. But to think that someone can just flip out of it and just treat it like it's a game, it's a little bit of an exaggeration to call it war, but it is it is combat warfare that is happening in an NFL game. So to, to have a guy that is trained as that, it'd be expected to turn it off in the heat of battle. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to justify it. I just think that if you're going to consume it, as the incredible violent sport that it is, you have to just accept that that is what is going to happen across the board. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Speaking of uh, the sport of football, how about some picks against the spread since we're here? There's a picks against the spread for week is it 10 or 11 in the NFL? I don't even know where we are. I can't even, you know, pay, pay, figure it out. So let's say it's week 10, okay? I guess it's week 11. No, week 10. Uh, all right, Katie O'Keefe's picks against the spread. Colton, we got five of them. We got to go through these quickly. By the way, stay tuned for the two-minute mashup, one of our favorite things at the end of the show today. Denver at Minnesota. Game number one, the Minnesota Vikings in Minneapolis-St. Paul, U.S. Bank Stadium in the Viking ship. Vikings is a 10-point favorite over the Denver Broncos. What you, what you got here? I got the Vikings. I think that the Broncos are just the, one of the disappointments in the league this year. They're just not very good. I don't expect Joe Flacco to be able to handle the pressure the Vikings are going to put on him. The Vikings are very good at home. Uh, and for whatever reason, Denver has been sort of mediocre on defense as well when you expected that to be at least the the, the, the portion that would sort of buoy them. The strength. In the case. Absolutely. The only thing I can say for the Denver Broncos is – they're three and six. They lost their first four, but since that time, they are three and two. They won last week, excuse me, against the aforementioned Cleveland Browns, uh, and they beat the Chargers and Titans. But their losses against the Chiefs, who they were really humbled by on that Thursday nighter, and then the Colts as well by two points. They played some close games. The only, I think if you're looking for Denver against this number, you say, hey, it's going to be two really good defenses playing each other, a low scoring game. Uh, I think I'll go with the Broncos in that way. I think I get the Denver Broncos 
certainly not beating the Vikings, but I could easily see this being like a 17-10 to 10 or 24-17 football game. It's a the tough Broncos spread. Cover. Sure. It's a tough spread for sure. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, who are... Also somewhat disappointing against the, I still don't really ever know what to think of them, Detroit Lions. Uh, the Lions are at home in this football game. I believe without the services of uh, Matthew Stafford, the mm-hmm. Cowboys a six-and-a-half-point favorite thereby on the road in the Motor City. Yeah, without Stafford, Detroit's in for it. I also think that Dallas is a must-have-it type of game, especially after losing to Minnesota a week ago. The, I think the Cowboys got to bounce back, and I think they will bounce back. I got the Cowboys. The Cowboys have... The Cowboys seem to be disappointing, and everybody wants to pile on Jason Garrett, and I think there's reason for it. Occasionally, though, the Cowboys do meet their potential, and when they do, they're really good. I think this is a game where they probably do, and I got Dallas as well. The New England Patriots... How about this? They're on the road at Philadelphia. They're only three-and-a-half-point favorites on Why? the road at the Eagles. I don't know. Is there, dude, did I miss something? Did Belichick quit? I, it's strange. Because the Eagles haven't been good either. I understand Philly's a tough place to play, but the Eagles have not been good. Um, um, I got I got New England all day. I mean, there's I don't, there's not even analysis to do here unless there's information we are not privy to. This is New England all day. Arizona at San Francisco. The Niners coming off their first loss of the season, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Again, the Cardinals have been a team that is not good, and they're never gonna they're not gonna be you know a contending team this year. But they have been improving throughout the year, which I think is a positive sign uh, for a young team. San Francisco, though, has been very good, suffering their very first loss, obviously, in overtime in that epic game against uh, the uh, the uh, Seahawks on Monday. San Francisco, a 10-point favorite back in the Bay against the Arizona Cardinals. Well, this is the second time these two teams have played in the last three games. So, I mean, the, the 49ers won 28-25 in Phoenix. It just seems like the underdog has a little bit of an advantage when they have a, another shot at a team that's, that's uh, at least was undefeated and is has one of the best records in the NFL. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win, but I think the Cardinals can certainly cover in San Francisco. I got the Cardinals, too, in yeah. this game. I think this game's a lot closer than people think that it is uh, on the outside. I, I agree with everything you said there. Last game, Sunday night football. The Chicago Bears on the road at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams six-and-a-half-point favorites. Both these teams trending straight into the tank. I mean, this what's going on with the Bears and the Rams this season? Tell you what, you lose this game, you might as well just I, not quite mail it in, but, I mean, you're getting close to to, to it being season overtime for these two teams, uh, especially the way the season has gone relative to expectations. You called it on the Bears. You were 100% right on it. Uh, and the Rams, obviously, I mean, call it a Super Bowl hangover, hangover whatever you want to call it, but they are uh, they're not looking good either. They are, however, the Rams at home, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Chicago Bears. Really, that's a really. This is a really tough game to. It play. is because here's the thing: the, the Bears, Bears the, the Bears can't score a point. They are awful on offense. But they're but still good on D. Defense is outstanding, and the Rams have been so disappointing on offense. Yes, Todd Gurley might be washed. People figured out Cooper Cup. The offensive line isn't as good. You're right about Jared Goff. He's not worth the money that they're paying him. I got. I, I think the Rams will win at home, but I got the Bears to cover. Yeah, I. I. Uh, here's the thing. I. I just think. I mean, I don't, I don't know if Chicago scores 10 points in this game. I mean, they probably score 10. So if the Rams get 17, which is possible, I mean, I, I, I honestly think one way or another, a defensive score probably is the deciding factor in this game. I'll take the Rams at home to win by a touchdown. I think the number's probably about right for the sake of being contrarian. I'll take the Rams. There you go.
It's our uh, picks against the spread by Katie O'Keefe's Colts. Do we have something for the people on this thing here? That's right. $25 gift card to Katie's. Give us a call right now. First caller, 329-1899. Got 20. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes. And they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.